Hey, it's Keith with Dad Venture Disney here with podcast episode number one. We're really excited to get this thing off the ground. For those of you who don't know and don't follow us on dadventuredisney.com, uh, where you been? <laughs> but this is a podcast, it's a website, it's a social media about planning for Disney when it involves little kids. My kids are currently six, four, and two. We have a great time at Disney World, and there's lots of things that you see differently when you go with little kids than even when you go with older kids um, or as adults or on your own, uh, which I've done all of the above. But it's with the little kids that I really love. It's going with the little kids that I cherish to bring my kids and my family there, and it's a ton of fun. But planning is different. A lot of people always ask me, isn't it exhausting to travel with kids so little? Or I'm going to wait until my kids are in their teens or you know, 12, 13, 14 years old before I take them to Disney. To that, I always say, you know what? Disney is really for people of all ages. Now, my one-year-old, when we went, she was one. Maybe she didn't get as much out of it as her brother and her sister did. But that didn't matter because she still had a fantastic time for what a one-year-old would have. My three-year-old believes she's actually a princess. And when you believe you're actually a princess and you're in the world of princesses, there is nothing better. A 10-year-old's not going to believe they're a princess. A 12-year-old's not going to believe they're a princess. My three-year-old totally believed that she was. And she got to meet Elena of Avalor. And she got to meet Cinderella. And we had breakfast with the princesses. Every single time we were at a parade or a character was walking by and they saw my daughter dressed as a princess, they would stop and do a majestic bow to her to let her know, hello, your majesty. There is nothing more magical than the look on her face when that would happen. And my five-year-old, he was just learning the adventure and the safety that can come with having a little scare. He refused to go on pirates. He refused to go on Frozen. He refused to go on a lot of rides that he feared might be dark, or he feared might be too fast, or he feared might have a drop in it. And he tried it all out. He pushed himself. As soon as that backwards drop happened on the Frozen Ever After ride, he was hooked. He was ready to go on Pirates. He was ready to go on all these different rides, and he had a ball on every single one of them. Traveling with little kids is different than when you're older. Absolutely. You have to stop a lot more. You have to rest a lot more. And there's a few tips that I have that come along with that. The first tip being, don't stay in the park all day. When you're with little kids, rope drop to fireworks, it's just not going to happen. And if it does, you're that family on the bus going back to the resort that no one wants to sit next to because the kid is in complete 100% meltdown mode. Don't get into meltdown mode. Avoid this. If you're staying on the park, it's as easy as getting on the Skyliner or the bus or the monorail or the friendship boats and going back to your resort. Go rope drop with your kids. They're used to getting up early anyway. Get them up, get them over to the park, and enjoy the lighter hours when there's not as much crowd there. As the crowd starts to build as you get closer to lunchtime, have a quick early lunch. Get back on the transportation. Go back to the resort. Resorts have all kinds of great stuff. Uh, we like to stay at the Caribbean Beach Resort. There's an amazing pool. There's a kid's splash zone at the big pool. They do crafts. They do games. They do contests at the big pool. There's a big playground that you can play there. At night, there's movies that they show. They can do campfires. There's little beaches they can play on. There's walking paths. There's hammocks. All of these are things that you can do at the resort while everyone else is sitting in the 110-degree midday sun in the parks. 
after you refresh, after you cool down, you can maybe take a little rest in the room. The air conditioning, it's fantastic. What we did is we brought our Apple TV, we plugged it into the big TV that was in the room with a USB cable, which you have to bring yourself, of course, and we put on Disney+. Plus. And the kids got to watch Disney+. Plus. They fell asleep to Wreck-It Ralph Breaks the Internet uh, and took a little rest. You wake up, you get back on the Skyline or the monorail, the bus, whatever it is that you're doing. You go to another park and you have dinner. Maybe you watch the fireworks if the kids are up to it. And if the kids aren't up to it, you got to go. That's the other big part of traveling with little kids is that you can have all the planning in the world. You can have your spreadsheets, you can have your apps, you can have your lists of all the things that you want to get done on a certain day at a certain time, your advanced dining reservations, your fast passes, all of these things. If you don't listen to your little kids, it's not going to be enjoyable. To pull them and push them through the parks at a record, like, neck-breaking speed isn't something that you want to do. It's not going to make for a fulfilling and a happy time. So you go a little bit slower. You know what Disney's great about? Having stuff everywhere to allow you to go slower. There's restrooms everywhere you look. There's benches everywhere you look. There's food everywhere you look. There's lots of places for you to just slow down and literally smell the roses. Yeah, they have roses too. But you can go through and you can find all these different ways that you too can enjoy looking around while your kids are making, taking it a little slow maybe. Bring a stroller. We brought a double stroller, and it was fantastic. So there were times that we wore the baby on one of our backs, and we had the two older kids in the stroller, or my five-year-old was walking, and we had the two younger ones in the stroller. They took turns falling asleep in the stroller. There was one morning, the day that we arrived, that my three-year-old slept in the stroller, uh, fell asleep while we were holding her on the Jungle Cruise ride, put her in the stroller, was able to transfer her. That's how tired she was. And then while we enjoyed food from the Sleepy Hollow refreshment stand, which is one of the best in the Magic Kingdom, there was the stage show on the castle steps. There was Anna and Elsa and Olaf and Mickey and Minnie and Donald and the the gang from Tangled. They were all there singing and dancing their hearts out. And my three-year-old slipped right through the whole thing. Uh, My one-year-old was dancing in the street. My five-year-old was more or less concentrating on the churro ice cream sandwich that he was trying to get through. But... The kids are going to sleep. They're going to rest. They know their bodies are going to tell them when it's time to shut down a little bit. And you just have to listen to it. You have to watch the signs. Don't push them to meet a character if they're not feeling up to it. Even if they've met the last three characters and it was fine and they signed their autographs and they smiled and took pictures, it could be that the fourth character is the one that's going to set them off. If they're not feeling it, walk away. You have a chance. You can go back to Disney in a year, in two years, in three years. Some people go many, many times in one year. Take the time and do what the kids want you to do. If you don't listen to the kids, you're going to be sorely mistaken. The other thing that we did when we were traveling with our little kids was we kind of gave them some primer to know exactly what it was going to be like in a certain way. So big people dressed up in costumes, right? Big animals. Eeyore is huge. Winnie the Pooh. Tigger is taller than I am. Um, You know, there's Baloo is taller than I am. There's lots of creatures that are big, and the kids might be a little scared of that. So what I did was I took my kids to the minor league baseball team that's here local, and they have a big, you know, tiger mascot that is probably 6'4", 6'5", in height with the mascot costume on. And they have costume nights. They had Star Wars nights. They had Disney Princess Night, which was really cool. Uh, We went and met 
fake Moana and fake Tiana and a couple other of the princesses that tried really hard. It was really nice to see like the people from the box office dressed up as princesses or something. But the kids kind of got used to what it was like to see people in a big costume. We took them to Disney on Ice at the local Civic Center um, and kind of see what a show is like, the lights and the darkness and the crowd cheering. Um, they kind of got a feel for that. And July 4th, I took them to fireworks. I kept them up late, well past their bedtime. The noise of the fireworks, the lights, the crowd, I wanted them to get used to it. And I wanted to see what were my kids going to react to this and not have it be the first time while we're all sitting there crammed in front of the Magic Castle to figure out, are my kids afraid of fireworks or not? Turns out they were great. Uh, we thought if there's only one fireworks we're going to see, we're going to see the Magic Castle fireworks, and we'll skip all the rest. But I'll tell you what, in the week that we were there, the kids, they were gamers. We saw Fantasmic at Hollywood Studios. We went and saw the show at Epcot. We saw the Magic Kingdom fireworks, it, and they were great. They were gamers because we had rested during the middle of the day. So the big takeaway from this is going with little kids is actually really, really fun. I think you would be kind of remiss to miss taking them at a younger age, provided you can afford it, provided you have the time. But if you can take kids at a young age where the magic exists on a different level, that's what Disney's all about. That's what makes Disney something different, something special. And let me tell you something, as a parent, watching my kids experience that magic gave me a feeling at the parks that I've never had on my own. It's a different feeling. It's an overwhelming feeling. It's a feeling that now, a few months removed from that last trip we took, still makes my heart skip a beat when I think about it. They still talk about it. They look through their picture books we made with all their photos. We look through videos. And they love every moment of it, and they recall it the way that we didn't when we were little. When we were little, maybe we took pictures of it and ended up in a slide uh, show or ended up in a picture album. But now with social media and different apps and the, you, know, you can do uh, Shutterfly and print the books out and put the pictures on their walls, they get to relive it all the time. They don't forget these memories. These memories stay ingrained in them. And the more we keep going back to the park, the newer memories we can have, which I guess is my last part of this. I said earlier that you can go back to the park when you can. We don't go to the park every year. We can't afford that. But when we can and we do, we make sure that we plan that trip. It's something different every time. It's also why you do not have to do every single thing on that one trip. Unless you absolutely know you're never going back. Unless you absolutely know that there's no chance that you will, you will refine yourself in the Disney parks yet again. Don't try to do everything the park has to offer. You can't do it. Adults have a hard time doing it. We walked between 8 and 12 miles a day with little kids. As adults, I used to do 12 to 15 miles, and I still couldn't do everything that I wanted to do. Tell yourself right now it's okay not to do everything that the parks offer. Find a way to get back. But I'm here to tell you, take the little kids. It's not scary. It's not. If you listen to them, if you rest in the middle of the day, if you do the rides that they're excited about, if you prep them a little bit beforehand, these are all ways that you're going to be able to make sure that you have a successful, happy, and joyful family trip, and you're not going to be those people on the bus with the kids screaming with the lollipop stuck to the back of their hair and the broken Buzz Lightyear light-up toy. Don't worry about it. Think about it as the balloon that you buy on Main Street. It's the most insane waste of money ever because you know as well as I do that in about 15 minutes the kid's going to let go and that little Mickey balloon's going to go up to the heavens and you just spent 20 bucks on it. 
Forget it. For those 20 minutes, the kid loved that balloon. For the time that it flew away, the kid cried and it jumped into your arms. And then you know what happened? You walked around the corner and you saw Peter Pan walking down the street and they forgot everything. Go to Disney World. Take your kids. Find the magic. Share the magic with them. And then come back here to Dad Venture Disney and tell me what you thought. Come back to Dad Venture Disney. Find me on social media and tell me how you like to enjoy the time there with the little kids. Or you can tell me I'm crazy. That's fine too. I like a good debate. Let's have one. I want to thank you guys for listening to our first podcast. It means the world to me that you chose to tune in and take a listen. Uh, we are a part of the Mind of the Modern Man collective here. Uh, Mind of the Modern Man is a great site that I help about trying to live life in your 40s, and Dad Venture Disney is a part of that. You can find us on social media at Dad Venture Disney. You can find all our stories, our podcasts, our videos at dadventuredisney.com. You can find us on YouTube. And if you want to drop me an email, ask me a question, I'm dadventuredisney at gmail.com. Our technical producer is Jay. The theme song, which is called Adventure, is out there is by John Gus Music. And thank you again to everyone who supports us and is here for us. I'll be here for you too. Thanks again. And remember, Dadventure is out there. So long.